Director of Membership Services here at the Greater Reading Chamber Alliance, and I'm joined today by Jim Saro of Muhlenberg Green Architects. Jim is a project architect, and I want to say thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So we're going to go ahead and dive right in, and I'm going to ask about a project that was recently in the news, uh, mm -hmm. and it's the project at 503 Penn Street. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that project and what uh, Muhlenberg Green's involvement is in the project? Yeah, the project at 503 Penn Street, located right down the street here at the corner of 5th and Penn, is a renovation to an existing building, four-story building, originally built in the 1890s. Oh, wow. And it was originally a three-story building that was expanded to a four-story building sometime in the early 1900s, okay. so there's a lot of history involved with the building. We were asked by John Weinhammer, who wanted to renovate the building, okay. as a bit of a catalyst to help revitalize the downtown gotcha. downtown uh, Reading area. Okay. So we were tasked with taking this turn of the century building, bringing it up to a modern usable state while still maintaining the existing character okay. of the building. The building's located in the Callow Hill Historic District, so we had to go through HARP approval okay. for the building, including windows, doors, materials. We had to go through that process. The interior of the building we brought up to modern standards, including an elevator, All right. stairs, to make it more a usable space for today's tenants. Okay. We did try to preserve the interior of the building, a lot of the existing architecture. There's a lot of the existing brick oh, that's cool. exposed, 100-year-old brick, nice. wood floors, exposed wood beams. So we tried to maintain the character okay. of this building and make it usable for today's right. standards. What are uh, what, what is the anticipated use for that building? Currently the first floor has been leased out to the Reading Distilling Guild and Chris okay. Flowers, so it was always always intended to be a retail type restaurant okay. use. So we did work with Chris on a design for the first floor. I believe he's late summer looking to move okay. in to Great. the to the space. We do have other uh, people I'm interested in the second through fourth floors. Okay. Uh, they're more going to be, the second floor is going to be more of a, try to be an extension of the first floor use with the restaurant as a hospitality area okay. with offices on the third and fourth floors. Nice. Excellent. So now you mentioned that this building um, is in the Callow Hill Historic District. Correct. What are some of the challenges in working on a historic property? There's a lot of challenges in working on the historic property. Uh, the HARB regulations dictate that the building maintain the character of its okay. original design. In this case, there was original windows that needed to be replaced, but we still had to maintain the original detailing. Okay, so the, the of look and character. The look, the character okay. of the building needs to remain the same, even okay. down to colors. Wow. So we had to do a lot of research into the existing detailing, what we could do to match that but still meet today's energy right. codes and energy standards. Okay. Uh, we had several meetings with HARB and several iterations of, of our designs for the facade of the building okay. and got their blessing. Awesome, awesome. What's one of the most fun parts about working on a historic building like that? I find the, the, the most fun part is the unknown. Okay. Really. <laughs> I mean, you, you're, you have an idea of what's going to be there, right? but you don't really know what's going to be <laughs> So like you, tear down, you tear down part of a wall, you're you like, tear down a wall, you don't know what's going to be okay. there. Um, one of the fun things we found out about the building was the fourth floor was the Reading Electric Light Company back oh, okay. in the 1920s. Back then, you didn't just go to 
Home Depot or, or someplace right. to buy an electric light, you had to go to this place in Reading and they had to make a light for you. Oh, wow. And as we were tearing the walls down, we found business cards stuck in the walls. Oh, wow. Little pieces of the tools that the, okay. the guys used to create the lamps. And so, so when you find things like that, what do you all do with that, those materials? We worked with the owner and okay. he has a lot of that. All right, so you kind of give it back and let it. kind of give it back. It's neat. I mean, oh, I, that's pretty cool. I found a sticker on the wall from 1913 that I tried to take off, but oh. it was a little brittle <laughs> and I couldn't quite get it off all the way. That's pretty amazing, though, yeah. to do that. So what kind of other, what other projects has Muhlenberg Green been involved in? We, with our history, we've been around for almost 100 years now, so we've done a wow. lot of work in okay. the downtown Reading area. Um, many of the buildings that you, in the area here, at one point or another, we've had our hands in. Right. Um, we also do a lot of work in the surrounding areas for okay. a lot of school districts, universities. Excellent. Well, I mean, and that brings me to my next question is, so what kind of clients use in architects? I think, um, you know, the average person like myself tends to think of big jobs like a hospital or mm -hmm. a university. Uh, what kinds of businesses typically employ an architect? Anybody can use an architect. It doesn't okay. have to be a business. It can be individuals okay. as well. Um, any building, any structure that you see in your area that you walk into, an architect is involved with. Right, okay. From the planning of it, the designing of it, to the construction of it. Okay, you know, and, been involved. and does that include, that I assume includes things like renovations and bringing stuff up to code and modernizing buildings as it, well? Renovations, modernizing, if, a, if you're moving into a space, mm -hmm. we can help you modernize it, but it's, it's also maintenance items. We also do okay. a lot of, there's window leaks, there's roof leaks, there's maintenance items like that that need gotcha. to be investigated and, okay. and fixed. And right. it's not only big clients, it's homeowners as well. Okay. I That's helped good. a homeowner I know mm -hmm. who was having issues with her basement wall. Okay. So I went and we looked at it, got some ideas for her, and kind of helped her come up with That's some solutions. Because I wouldn't have thought about calling an architect right. if you were having a problem with your basement wall. Yeah. You kind of think about, oh, I need to find a brick guy or a concrete guy, but... But if you don't know what the problem is, you don't know what's fixed. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good point. Right. So now you brought up, um, I know Muhlenberg Green has been a GRC member for almost 75 years. Mm -hmm. Y'all been around, it'll be 100 years, I believe, next June, 2020, correct? Correct. correct. Congratulations, that's pretty Thank awesome. Um, what To what do you attribute Muhlenberg Green's longevity? I mean, to, for any business to be around for 100 years is incredible. What, what do you think has uh, helped y'all last? It's communications. We're okay. partnering with our clients. Okay. You get to know them, know what their needs are, and continually develop that relationship with them. The whole business is based on relationships. Okay. We have a certain expertise. The clients need to know that you're their advocate. Right. They can come to you for advice. They can come to you for thoughts on what can I do with this? What can I do for that? Not just the big jobs, but also just to talk. Do, do you have an idea what percentage of your business roughly is repeat business? We're about 80% of our business is repeat wow. business right now. So we have a lot of clients who, who know us okay. and trust us and come back to us. All right. So trick question. What percentage of that has been around for 100 years? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been around for 100 years, okay. so I don't know. <laughs> well, that would be interesting, though. I, I would assume yeah. that you probably do have some clients, though, if they haven't been around for 100 years, have probably been around for a good bit of the journey. We definitely have some right? clients that have been around for, a, awesome. for a very long time. How, how do you think, uh, how has Muhlenberg Green seen business evolve over 100 years? The business of architecture has... Right. It, it's a tough business. I mean, okay. it's, it's a very tough business. So 
between the changing codes and, mm -hmm. and changing design styles, you, you constantly have to adapt and... And that's kind of where communications Communications comes in. Comes in. You have to right. adapt and, and be willing to listen to what the client's needs are and also just be aware of the latest trends. What right. Are, what are the new finishes, new construction techniques, the building codes are constantly changing, so okay. being up to date with, with the items like that as well. Nice. And sustainability has been a big a right. big topic over the last couple of years. And that's so something up you hear a lot, that. like LEED certified, and, and, is, and that is that means that basically the building is built with sustainable materials? or The LEED process is a whole certification okay. process that goes through the building. Okay. Uh, there's a, the USGBC would be the people that kind of certify your building gotcha. as there's various levels of LEED, but there's also things we can do to the building, sustainable okay. design features that don't necessarily need okay. lead. Yeah. But they kind of bring the building into the modern era of Correct. being environmentally sustainable, conscious. Environmentally sustainable. conscious, which 503 is a perfect right. example of that. You know, we're, okay. we're adapting an existing building for today's uses, right. so we're not tearing something down to build something new. We're taking what we have and reusing it. That's excellent. That's excellent. Um, so what special plans, if any, does Muhlenberg Green have for the 100th year anniversary? We are planning a event next year. Okay, excellent. So I would ask that your viewers stay tuned. We yeah. will have more information <laughs> coming in later this year for our, our 100th anniversary. I, that's, I think that's fantastic. We're so, proud. Um, and, and you should be. I mean, again, for a business to be around that long and, and for 80% of your business to be repeated that, I mean, that says a lot about Muhlenberg Green and the kind of work you do and the kind of organization you are. So again, kudos mm. on that uh, anniversary coming up. So personally, and, and I know we talked a little bit before the interview and, and you're a Berks County native. Um, as an architect, what is your favorite piece of architecture in Reading or Berks County? I, I like the older buildings okay. and I really like that intersection of Fifth and Penn. Okay. There, there's a lot of old buildings right in that area. Um, there's a lot of character that's built into those buildings through the detailing mm -hmm. that you just don't always see nowadays. Right. The buildings start to take on their own personality, the, the personality of the designer, the personality of the, the occupants. Okay. And you start to say a name, oh, it's such and such building, and you get a vision in your People head. People know what it People is People know what that is immediately. Excellent. And if I can ask, what drew you to the field of architecture? Legos. Okay. <laughs> When I was a kid, I was always building Excellent. building things, and I, I like to figure out how to put things together. Okay. So, you know, architecture is a big puzzle. All you, right. People come to us with a, uh, an issue or an idea, and we have to work through the solution. Excellent. So after the 503 project, um, what's the next historical project possibly on the horizon for Muhlenberg Green? <laughs> We have several items we're talking about. I don't know how many I can completely talk about at this time. Under, understood. Is there um, is there a particular though? I, I guess maybe a, to, without putting you on the spot to name a particular project. I guess is there um, a particular desire though to continue doing types of projects like five hundred three? Absolutely. I think with our history in writing and our knowledge of the area and our longevity here, we could be beneficial for any of the buildings in the downtown okay. area. We have experience with the city officials with the requirements for the, the various historic districts. Excellent. We've done it in the past and we Great. can do it again. Yeah, and, and like I said, it sounds, well, you just said this, it sounds like you have a good relationship with the city and with the, right. the harp. What is that 
for our viewers? HARB stands for the Historic Architectural Review Board. Okay. So they set forth a set of standards that you need to follow and meet. Okay. It's the Department of Interior actually sets the standards and then okay. each municipality has their own historic review board. Okay. And most of them adopt these standards. But those standards don't necessarily stand in the way of modernizing. No, they don't stand in the way, but you just have to make sure you're meeting the intent of what Okay. HARB wants to do, which is maintain the historic character of the areas. Excellent. So it's it's a definite balancing act you need to, okay. to walk. But it is nice to come to an area like Reading and see some of the older buildings and know that there are companies like Muhlenberg Green who are dedicated to maintaining that yes. while at the same time making them fit for modern businesses and modern usage. That's so. what we strive for at Muhlenberg Green. Excellent. Well, one block at a time, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today, Jim. We appreciate you coming out. I'm um, looking forward to hearing more about 501 Penn and uh, looking forward to hearing more about that 100-year celebration. We're looking forward to it. Great. Thanks Thanks for having me. me.